The following podcast is a Country Mompreneur production. Welcome to She Can and She Will. I'm Marianne, also known as the Country Mompreneur, and I'm joined by my co-host, Deesa McAllister. We are moms, work-from-home experts, and we love helping women take control of their lives and see all the possibilities. On this show, you will learn from us as well as other women who kick butt in their lives and want to help you do the same. So sit back and get ready for some fun. Today we are joined with uh, Meredith Raber. Meredith, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So Meredith is the owner of Meredith Raber Virtual Assistant Services. It's a full-service boutique virtual assistant agency for female entrepreneurs. Welcome, Meredith. We're so excited to have you on today. Um, can you talk about how you started your journey? How did you get here um, that got you to where you are today? Sure. I would love to. So I started in corporate advertising um, right out of college. I was in it for about 10 years, loved every minute of it. Not what you would normally hear from an entrepreneur or small business owner, but I was definitely a corporate girl <laughs> uh, until I started um, creating my family and growing my family. After my second son, I live in LA. So the commute and my hours just started to be too much. I was like, I can't leave two babies. They were um, born very close in age too. So like, I can't leave two babies at home by themselves all day with like a nanny. I want to be home with them. So I took a pause and I just realized I had to figure out another way. I had to figure out another way because I do love working and I had honed all these marketing skills for 10, 11 years and I still wanted to use them, but I wanted to work at home. And way back in 2017, working from home wasn't as big as it is today. Everybody does it now. But back then it was like, can you really have a real job from home? So that's kind of when I found the world of virtual assistants. And I was like, this sounds too good to be true. Are people really doing this, like this online business? And I just like jumped in, like, I was like, I can do it. And I started, um, just offering, you know, general admin support in the beginning. I only had, I had no childcare, so I was home. So I was really doing the nap time hustle. So I started getting clients with just a couple hours a week, just getting some incremental income and kind of went from there. And as the seasons of my kids changed and they got into preschool, I really started focusing more on marketing. So now, Fast forward six years later, um, I have a team of six women and we help female entrepreneurs get visible online with um, all their marketing. So everything from social media marketing to um, email marketing, the podcast assistance with podcasts. Oh, wow. Um, so how did you get clients when you've decided to become a virtual assistant? How did you find clients to work with you? So... For virtual assistants, there's a lot of Facebook groups that I was told about. So I jumped in a lot of Facebook groups and started trying to get like projects here and there. But honestly, the biggest help was like my family and friends, which I was so scared. I remember like writing my first email saying my email, my website is up. If you know anybody that needs help. And like right away, I had a couple friends and family friends. that are like, I think I know someone who needs this. I think I know someone that needs help with social media. So really it was my personal network that was like, I have an aunt that needs this. I have a mom that needs that. And that's really how I got my start um, from the beginning. Wow. 
Um, so how does, how can outsourcing day-to-day tasks give you more time in your day and schedule? So for a lot of the uh, clients we work for, they're just so buried in the day-to-day. They're buried in what they're going to post on social media. It takes them like two hours in the morning to figure that out when we just plan it out for the whole month. Uh, we can take, you know, their behind the scenes, whatever, whatever they need that is taking up their day so they can think strategically or if they have clients, a lot of our clients are coaches. They can just work with their clients. They don't have to worry about the marketing. They don't have to worry about, you guys know you have a podcast. It's a lot of work that goes into a podcast and not only the interview time, but the production and the editing and all of that. So by taking those tasks, our clients are really able to think about their business, be strategic, do the projects they haven't wanted to do. Maybe they wanted to create a course. They have time to actually do that versus being stuck in the day-to-day of invoicing clients or following up on emails and that type of thing. Yeah. I imagine it's a, they get to do more fun stuff too and enjoy their work better. Why they started their business, right? Like come back to the core of why they started when they're not having to do the little to-dos, you know? Yeah. So now you said you have a team that you work with now. How did you develop your team and how, if someone's listening and they want to start a team, how is it that you do that? So you can always start small. I mean, way, way back when, uh, I think I hired my first assistant in 2019, perhaps, because I was finally having more bandwidth to take on clients, but then I couldn't do my own marketing. I didn't have time to do my own emails. I didn't have time to do my own social media marketing, but I needed to stay visible so I could keep getting clients, you know? So um, I hired my first teammate only a couple hours a month, but that was life changing for me. You know, like um, when you get 10 hours back in your part time schedule, that's huge. So her assistance really helped me keep moving forward and focus on my clients. So it was kind of like what I was doing for clients she was doing for me. And so as I moved forward and we got larger clients and we needed, we had more of a workload, I just kind of added um, teammates as we needed them. Where are you looking for people? Like when you, when you decide you want to hire someone, is there a place that you're looking and how are you doing that to bring people? That's a great question. Cause I think finding good people sometimes can be difficult. Always referrals. I always say like, if you know someone who has, you know, a social media manager that you love or they love, like get their name, even if you're not ready now, like get their name. So you have them. Uh, there are groups, Facebook groups you can go into that you can hire virtual assistants. Some of them I had worked with in the past or worked with on a project. And I just loved the way that I worked with them. Some of them had done work with us in the past. Um, I always recommend to interview, you know, two to three people. Um, what we always do is we put a very detailed job description out, what we're looking for. Are we looking for someone to help us with general admin? Are we looking for someone to help us with social media or design? Because you want to get the people with the skills that you actually need. And then once we have applications, which I think a Google form is always good, like, 
put in all your questions. You can kind of qualify people very easily. And then for us, a lot of it is yes, skill set, but personality. Are you aligned with our team? Are you aligned with our client goals? Um, so we always like to meet with two to three people per opening to make sure that, you know, they're going to be right for our team. That's lovely. Let's, uh, let's talk about scaling. I know this is a big deal for, uh, especially those solopreneurs that are on the edge, right? So what's the difference between scaling with their own team and maybe outsourcing the, um, the support? I, I, I tend to find it's either a solo entrepreneur who's just been doing it all their their whole time, you know, like they've been in business. A lot of these people are very successful. They've been in business five to 10 years and somehow they're doing it all. I don't know how, but we've had clients and they just want to outsource. Like they don't want to train you. They don't want to, which is kind of what we are. So they, they are just like, we want to not do social media. Can you do that for us? And so we just take on that service for them or we just need you. We'll record the podcast episodes and can you just manage it? Like you get it published, you do the guest outreach. Or maybe there is a person who is creating a team. You know, they want people on their team. They want you to grow within the team, which is awesome. That's great too. But maybe they're looking for a specific skill set. They they need someone to be creative. They need some, a designer on their team. So maybe they're looking for someone 10 hours a month to join the team and work with them. So those are like kind of the two, maybe the person joining the team We'll work on various projects, various clients with them. Whereas if you're outsourcing just to outsource a service, you're just taking care of it. Like, I don't want to be involved. You tell me what you need from me and get it done type thing. Awesome. Great. So now if someone's listening and they want to work with you, how would they be, reach out to you? We're going to add your links to the, the show notes, but what would be the best way for them to reach out to you? You can come to my website, MeredithRaber.com, or I really like to hang out on Instagram, and I'm just at MeredithRaber. And then final question, what is one tip that you would give people to inspire them today to get motivated regardless of the journey that they're on? Ooh, that's a good one. I would say... Somebody needs to hear your story. And maybe this is coming from, I've been having a lot of storytelling conversations lately, but somebody needs to hear from you. So a lot of the times we run into imposter syndrome in online business. I'm sure you guys are very familiar with that, but somebody needs to hear your story. Somebody needs to hear how you became successful. How did you do it? How are you doing it? How are you running your business? They need to hear from you because they align with you and they're very similar to what you're going through. So I would just say, you know, share your story, tell people how you're doing, tell them how you became successful because that will motivate them. Oh, I love it. That's beautiful. Well, Meredith, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, we're so excited to be able to get you uh, in front of our audience. And um, and I, I'm sure you are helping a lot of women in business. This is um, definitely getting support is a hard thing for a lot of women to, to get to a place where they can say they need. So great Thank job. you. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you for listening. She Can and She Will is a Country Mompreneur production. Audio mix by Marianne. Research by Disa McAllister. To learn more about this and other Country Mompreneur productions, 
visit thecountrymompreneur.com.